come on this journey with me. Each week when you join me, we are going to chase down our goals, overcome adversity, and set you up for a better tomorrow. I'm ready for my close-up. Hi, and welcome back. I'm so excited you're here with me today. This is a major episode. I'm going to drop some major value on you, so get ready. Okay, so we're knee-deep in the pandemic, and I'm sure just like you, I have days that are really good and days that are not so great. <laughs> Understatement. So I, through all of this, I've been thinking, how can I adjust my business? How can I change for the better? How can I evolve? How can I move everything online? What is business going to look like one year from now, six months from now, two years from now? My guest today is going to answer a lot of those questions for you. So I'm super excited about that. Actually, what I ended up doing was I ended up investing in me and in my business. And I hired my guest today to help him do a deep dive analysis on my business, on my audience and on patterns and what's happening out in our world since the coronavirus has hit. As you know, it has completely changed our lives, and it will continue to. This isn't a one-and-done-gone situation where in 30 days we open back up and everything goes back to normal. There never will be a normal. There will be a new normal. And we're not all clear on exactly what that looks like yet, But there is some really interesting data out there that's starting to develop a picture so we can understand what it's going to look like. And my guest today is going to share that with you. But before we get to that, one of the things that I started thinking about, which I never wanted to, was for the past two years since I got fired, as you know, I was in corporate America for 25 years. I was a chief revenue officer. I was in charge of thousands of employees, hundreds of millions of dollars, blah, blah, blah. So I've got a lot of expertise in sales and sales leadership. That's sort of my jam. That's what I'm good at. So before I got fired, which was two years ago, then I became a best-selling author, a podcast host, a public speaker, a TEDx speaker who got elevated to TED. Shout out for my TED Talk. Right? So all these great things have happened. Well, not all great. A lot of great things and a lot of awful things have happened the past couple years that have led me to where I am today. Through this process, I've evaluated a lot of different business models, right? And as a chief revenue officer, that was part of my job, evaluating revenue streams, evolving revenue streams, increasing revenues, et cetera. So I do the same thing daily for my business. And I'm constantly assessing what is a growth opportunity, what does the future look like, and how can I position myself and my business to capitalize on those markets? Where is that intersection between what my unique value proposition is, what my talents are, my expertise is, the value that I bring, and the trends that are happening in the world, the needs that are out there? It's really important for all of us to do this all the time because things change and we constantly need to evolve our businesses. So, and I say that to you with my history being in the media radio business, which did not evolve quickly. So yet again, I'm happy I'm not in that business anymore because people were really stuck in their old ways of thinking and getting them to evolve and change was very, very hard. Hence the devaluation of radio stations and radio groups now. Anyhow, back to me. So no, back to you actually. So back to you and and how you can evolve your business, your personal brand, your opportunities in the business world right now. You know, I started thinking, okay, here's the thing. We don't know what tomorrow is going to look like next year is going to look like. However, one thing I do know is I want to set myself up for success 
regardless if the coronavirus is here or not. Meaning I need to have healthier and more viable online business streams, as do you. Everybody needs to, right? So my keynote speaking was my number one revenue driver. And while that was great and I freaking love it and I get so fired up and I make great money at it and I get great feedback and we feel the love in the room and it's so amazing, that doesn't exist right now. So I need to find other ways to insulate myself, protect myself, protect my business. And I'm looking at a lot of different opportunities, a lot of different platforms, as I've mentioned, on how I can develop that. And I don't have the answers yet today, but I'll keep doing the research. I'll keep connecting with people who have ideas and and I'll start to figure it out over time. But that time is not now. But one of the things that I remember is for the past two years, people have contacted me a lot on DMs and say, can I hire you as a personal coach? Do you offer coaching programs? Well, first I wrote the book, then I created a video course because people wanted follow-up to the book, and then I launched the podcast, and I thought that was enough. But no, I kept getting these DMs, these messages, and a call to action that I needed to create a personal coaching program. And I always said no, and here's why. I said no previously because I was able to travel back then, and I was gone a lot, right? So doing keynote speeches, especially when you're in your first year to two years, you're traveling all the time. I'm not at the um, Brene Brown level where she makes six figures per speech. She picks the one she wants and she passes on the one she doesn't. I'm not there yet. So I'm in the more junior league. I take them all because I'm trying to build a massive reputation, tons of reviews of my work and build a major network in that space. So you're constantly flying all over the country trying to make this mark as fast, as quickly as you possibly can. With all of that happening, I was never home for a long period of time. And then I also was traveling to do my podcast show, which now, sadly, has been moved to Zoom, which is nice. I don't have to travel, but I just, I will always say so much more opportunity and so much more magic happens when you're sitting side by side with someone versus sitting on a computer. It's just, that's my opinion. Really, it's just fact. But anyhow, you know, when you launch a Zoom with somebody, especially when you don't previously know them, it's the camera goes on, the show begins, and as soon as it's done, everyone says bye bye. So it's so much better when you have a prior relationship with someone because you can still get that pull on that real magic. And I'm actually super excited for a guest that I'm going to interview tomorrow that I have a previous relationship with. And I can't wait to bring you her interview. She's amazing. I'm so happy she agreed to do this. And if you're not reaching out to people right now on social media, DMing them, get on it because people are responding in a really positive fashion. So I want you to capitalize on that opportunity too, like I am and like so many of us are. So I actually went on a podcast the other day as a guest. And at the end, a super nice guy says to me, Heather, is there any way I can help you? I said, well, who are some of the guests that you've been really happy that you've had? If there's anyone that you and I both like, I'd love it if you could intro me. And he said, yeah, I just interviewed Jack Canfield, who I think is amazing. And he said, I just sent him a DM, you know, just sent him an email. And it just Right now, there's a lot of opportunity if you put yourself out there and just ask for what you want. You might be shocked. You might just get the yes. So through all of this, I've been asked many times about creating the coaching program. In my mind, there was a bad taste associated with it because I'd seen a lot of these really young people on Instagram that have large social media followings you know, doing these coaching programs for $10,000, $50,000. And I'm thinking, how at 24 can you be an expert 
in sales and marketing, you know, that's just, I've been in that business 25 years and I can tell you at 25, I was not an expert. Maybe they're an expert in Instagram video editing or something that's like a newer technology that just came out, but you're not an expert in sales yet when you've been in that business for five years. You haven't led teams, developed people, mentored people. I'm not buying it. So to me, because of that opinion I had of some of those people, I felt it was a really cheapened model and I didn't, I, there was a zero interest on my end to do it. And frankly, I'd mentored thousands of people in corporate America and I just thought, oh my gosh, it's one more thing for me to do. And I travel so much. Fast forward to now. So I'm sitting at home a few days ago and I get a DM. If you ever launch a personal coaching program, I, I really like to hire you. And I just thought, you know what? So many people are struggling right now. Everyone's struggling with their confidence or 99% of people. The uncertainty that's out there in the world is really chipping away at how people felt about themselves, their skills, how solid they were. They just felt strong and more confident and solid in who they were in the world. And I feel like because the world's changed so much, people don't feel solid. They feel like they're on really shaky ground and it's affecting their confidence which made me think, right now, if people are having a hard time even putting regular clothes on and taking a shower and you know, getting up and being busy and having a schedule, maybe they really need me. So I'm home. I have the time. I'm doing it. So I'm letting you know I am launching a May coaching program, and I'm not taking a ton of people. So if you're interested, email me, heather at heathermonahan.com. I'll send you the deets. But ultimately, you're going to get a one-time weekly Zoom meeting with me to go over your specific strategies, your specific goals, what's going right, what's going wrong. And I'm going to work with you to create a new business plan, reprioritize, reevaluate how we can improve things. Maybe you want to launch a brand. Maybe you want to write a book. Maybe you want to launch a podcast. Or maybe you're in sales and you want to get to the next level. Or maybe you want to become a sales manager. Whatever it is, any of my expertise I am putting out there, if it's just building confidence or if it's launching your own company, I've done it all. Building a business plan, done that. You know, I've done all these things and I'm happy to lend my expertise to you. I am really excited about it. I've had some really fantastic people sign up today as I just announced it on social media. And we'll do a weekly group Zoom meeting too so people know you're not alone. We're we're part of something bigger and I want like-minded people together cheering one another on. You'll have daily email access to me and you will get my confidence video course. You'll get my confidence 30-day PDF plan. I mean, you're gonna get a lot of value. You're gonna get a heck of a lot more than the $1,000 I'm charging for the month. So if you're looking for accountability, you're looking to get to the next level and you want to up your confidence in May, your girl's got you. I'm actually offering this coaching program, which I said I was never going to do. I'm doing it. So let's go. Okay. So send me an email, heather at heathermonahan.com. If you want to get the details, I will email them over to you. Now today, I made a really big financial investment in myself and my business with my guest today, and you're about to re-meet him. He's been on the show once before. He's a marketing genius, and everything is based in data with him. It's not him pontificating what he foresees, like some people, actually some people I've had on my show before, but this person does it all based in data and research, which is really, really smart, just like you, very smart. So 
I decided to have him do a deep dive analysis into my platform, my website, my email list, looking at mirror audiences, looking at trends, looking at how people are behaving and how they're behaving around my content, my offerings, my site. And it was really mind blowing. I'm going to touch on a couple quick things just before I turn it over to him so that you understand if you are interested in working with him. First of all, he's become a friend. Philip is such a great guy. I love him and he's the real deal. He's such a hard worker, such a good person. And I just love him. I personally love him. I was on the phone with him the other day. He said, oh my God, Heather, I just hung up with Mark Cuban. I just did a deep dive for him into his business. I'm like, call him right back. I want to have Mark Cuban on my show. He says, okay, Heather, I'll ask. You know, he's just such a good guy. He's he's really salt of the earth guy. I really, really like him a lot. Okay. So a couple of things that popped out to me that I had no freaking idea about, and you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to share some of the stuff in screenshots on social media as you're listening to this right now. Go to my social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, Twitter, you're going to see. I'm going to share a bunch of the stuff that he worked up for me so that you can understand it. Everything I paid for, I'm just going to give to you because that's kind of peeps I am. But it goes to this, really, since the coronavirus has hit, everything has changed. Marketing has changed. Not only has our world changed and our lives changed, everything in business has changed as well. And there are now three things that people care about with content creation, products, anything, everything. The answer is this. Do you show safety? Are you offering safety for me? Is this something that's going to help me? Is it going to help others? And do I trust you? Right? So those are the three questions and the lens that we have to put everything through now. That was not the case six weeks ago at all. So your marketing strategy completely blow it up. It's time to start it over. If you don't know how to do it, call Philip. He'll do it for you. He did it for me. So he also taught me something that was beyond eye-opening. We talk about it on the show today. I didn't know there was a different audience. And it seems so simple, but I didn't think about it. Sometimes when you're right in the woods, you know, you don't hear the tree falling, right? You have to be outside of the woods to notice it. And that was me. I was constantly creating content and adding value for people and promoting my book, promoting my show. I was never selling myself for speaking engagements, my number one revenue driver, to the people that were hiring me for speaking engagement. I thought I was talking to that same audience or I just didn't think about it all the time. And the audience that hires me for speaking engagements, he found in the research, is a completely different audience. They don't read my books. They don't listen to my podcast. They don't necessarily follow all my social media posts. So one of the key takeaways that I took was that I needed to start once a day speaking directly to that person on social media. It's a completely different conversation. It's different content. It's a different ask. And I had never done it. Imagine that. Imagine what my revenue streams are going to look like or could have looked like in the past two years. Super eye-opening, and I love that. And he actually gets into how you should create content, which social media platforms you should be on, which he showed me the research. YouTube is something I'm hardly ever on, and it's one of the biggest opportunities for me. Video was the number one thing people want to see from me, and here I am doing my audio show, right? So just some really knocking me over the head things that I have to take action and change immediately. I guarantee you, you need to change some things immediately. Another great idea he came up with for me was to offer a money back guarantee on my online and virtual speaking engagements. Because they're new, because this is really a new and emerging industry, because this is a new time, he explained people are gonna have 
some apprehension possibly where they didn't with traditional speaking engagements. If you have confidence in what you offer, your product and your services, offering a money back guarantee isn't scary. And I thought, wow, that obliterates any potential objections. Great idea. However, I never would have thought about that, right? So there are just some really powerful strategic moves that he highlighted for me, specific to me. And I'll tell you the other thing, looking at research, unless you're a research analyst, which I definitely am not, I mean, I consider myself smart. I've been in marketing and sales for you know almost 30 years now. And I looked at his reports. They're overwhelming. There's so much information. I, I wasn't able to glean and pull the key points, but getting on a call with him, which is part of what you sign up for when you hire him, wow, that hour and a half on the phone with him and his team where they broke everything down for me. I have 20-something pages of notes that I'm looking at right now. And it's just, it's so incredibly helpful and gave me the foundation for everything that I'm going to do now for the next year to move forward in this very different world. I mean, things from topics he thinks that I should post about. You know, Another really interesting piece that came from all of this, he taught me that there's a common thread through 90% of my audience. They're all interested in working out healthy living. I mean, I am, but I didn't ever assume anybody else was. Another thing he taught me is that one of our goals when we create content is to get people saying when they're reading content, oh yeah, me too. Oh yeah, I agree. Yes, that's me. Okay. I didn't know that. How was I in sales and marketing for so long and I didn't get that? Okay. So anyways, the point is this, Philip's done an amazing job for me. I am so excited to share all this information with you. I truly believe you're going to get such a value out of this. So I've had Philip Stutz on once before, and it was right when the coronavirus, we were like days away from being put on lockdown and quarantine. Just want to give you real high-level overview on him again. He's fighting a rare incurable disease diagnosed in 2012 with esophageal disease, achalasia. And he spent time ignoring it until he jumped in and started ringing a bell so loud that he's now got doctors figuring out a way to overcome it. He is a man on a mission, and I absolutely love him. He's a best-selling author of Fire Them Now, The Seven Lies Digital Marketers Sell, He's the founder and executive chairman of Go Big Media. We're talking about that today, Win Big Media, where he's going to share a report for you and research he did for free on the COVID-19 marketing environment that we're living in. He is one of Gary Vaynerchuk's Vayner speakers and as well as a speaker for Kepler Speakers. And he has been on more than 260 national media appearances, Fox News, MSNBC, CNN, because his other life is in politics and in getting presidents elected, three of which he has done successfully. I mean, this man has been called a marketing genius by Fox Business, the political guru by ESPN, and the Michael Jordan of political marketing by Mike Dillard. I am so blown away by Philip, and I'm super excited for you on your personal journey, for you at work, or for you with your company to learn right now what it means to market in the COVID-19 world. Hang tight. Meet a different guest each week. And welcome back. I'm so excited for Philip, for you to be here with me again today. Thank you so much. Yeah, five weeks from our first uh, interview, but a lot has sort of changed, right? Literally, the entire world has changed. It's unbelievable. 
before we even jump into, because we've got something incredible to share with your community, but the feedback I got from your community after that podcast was literally in the top five of the 200 podcast interviews I've ever done. And I've done, you know, Gary V a couple of times. I've done James Altucher three or four times, you know, going on Dr. Drew today for the second time. But I'm telling you, you have an incredible community that understands what you're doing to serve them right now. And what I'm going to walk through today is going to help all of them in this moment. Like I've got a specific set of data around the coronavirus and how consumers are making decisions and we'll go through it. But here's the thing. I have this in advanced notice of what in the rest of the economy knows. And in the next three months, every business in America will catch up and they're all going to be competing back in the same space, spending the same amount of dollars, fighting it out you know, for pennies on the dollar. And I'm going to give it to you. You've got a window right now to take advantage of what we're going to walk through today. And I'm super excited to talk about it. Oh my gosh, I am. And I have to be completely upfront and let everyone know that actually after our last podcast that we did together, I was so interested and saw the value so much in what you do and the reports that you provide, the insights and strategies you provide that I actually actually hired you and your company to do an analysis and a deep dive into my brand, into my email list, my social media following, my podcast audience. And I was blown away by these shocking insights that you gave me. You know, we've never done a full-scale data deep dive with a client and not found something that the client went, oh my God, I never thought about that. Or, oh my God, I'm doing that. That's where I need to continue to double down. Like, it's either a reinforcement or it's a big eye-opener on how they can grow their brand or get new customers or build new clients or sell better. It always gives incredible insights. So uh, I'm, I'm really, really pleased that you had such a good experience. Uh, I would tell you we're, we're pretty undefeated in going through the data and, and helping these businesses and these brands see that there are ways that they can get an edge over their competition. Well, I'll tell you the one major piece of insight that you gave me that I was shocked at was the fact that the audience that hires me to speak and um, Mm -hmm. that was my number one revenue generator, I wasn't speaking to, I wasn't pitching them. And I didn't realize it was a completely different audience than I serve day to day on social media through my podcast. That one critical piece of information is allowing me to, to run a completely new strategy, which will, you know, when obviously things shake out with COVID and events are up and running again and or have moved online, et cetera, I'm now going to have a much more aggressive strategy to speak directly to them and know who I'm speaking to. Well, and not, uh, let me tell your audience something that you won't, which is in this moment, when people are literally pulling out their budgets and saying, what do I cut? You actually invested. I didn't give this to you for free. I charged you full amount. You invested your hard-earned dollars to find out how you can serve your community better and get better speaking gigs so you can serve those people better. And those insights came because you made the choice to say, the best stock in my portfolio is me. 
<laughs> I always ask that question as a trick question. What's your best stock? And they'll say, oh, Apple or uh, Microsoft. And I, it's like, no, it's you. Like, you have the greatest return on investment of any stock in your portfolio. And you get that. There was no hesitation. Hopefully, you know, your community will see through what we're going to give away for free today, a subset of this data that we just talked about, we're going to give it to them for free. I'm giving it away to everybody for free. I was on with Gary V two days ago. I've talked to Mark Cuban about it. I'm giving this away because right after we interviewed the first time in early March, I asked myself a question and I had to answer it, which is a hard answer. Is How do I want to be remembered a year from now during this coronavirus moment. And I'm not on the front lines of a hospital. I'm not a nurse or a doctor. I can't help save lives, but I can help save businesses and I can help businesses grow. In fact, I'll tell you what I'm seeing right now on the economic front is you've got about 20% of all businesses in America that are going to be pretty much gone from what's going on right now. And they're already out, right? You got another 60% of businesses that are just trying to break even right now. And then you got another 20% having exponential growth, like crazy growth, like the Zooms of the world, right? The, those types of companies where their brand, their model is perfectly made for this moment, food delivery services, things like that. So my point is for those businesses that are in all three categories, the data that I just invested in and I charge five to $10,000 for for clients, I just decided, if I, how do I want to be remembered a year from now? And I said, I want to make sure that I help as many people as possible without any expectation. And so we are giving the first in America, the first consumer insights data analysis of how over 200 million consumers are looking at the coronavirus economy, what messages before the coronavirus, which was only six, eight weeks ago, and how that has completely flip-flopped completely changed. If you've run an ad campaign and it's worked or it hadn't worked, I don't know, over the last five years, I'm telling you right now, you got to pivot because I've got clear data on what consumers want right now, what messages will work with them. I'll go over it. It's only three. It's really easy. And we'll walk through that. And if you can get a lead, if you can get not a business lead, you get a jump start on this with your marketing right now, you got about a three-month lead time before your competition catches up. I'm screaming this from the mountaintop right now. This is your moment because no one is competing with these messages right now. And so we'll walk through that. Tell me how you best want to get started and we'll jump right in. When I started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling my group coaching on the regular, and it is just so easy, all because I use Shopify. <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling. Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. 
and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. I didn't know what I was going to do when I got fired. Launching my own business seemed so intimidating. I didn't know how to set up a website, and I really didn't need to. Shopify does it all for you, and they make it so easy. It was that breakthrough moment for me that I realized I can do this. I can go to work for myself thanks to Shopify. What I love about Shopify is you don't need to have all this technology information ready to, you don't need to know how to plan and run things. You just need to go to the platform, turn it on and know what you're selling. And Shopify is going to help you figure out the rest. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries, including your girl right here. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Monahan, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Monahan now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Monahan. No matter what stage you're at, they're going to make it easy. CBDistillery.com is giving you an exclusive offer and it's huge. Right now, you can get up to 30% off everything. If you've struggled with sleep, stress, or pain after physical activity, cbdistillery.com has a targeted plant-powered solution just for you. I love hearing how many of you have seen improvement in your daily life, thanks to CBD. So if better sleep, more calm, and relief from discomfort after physical activity sounds good to you, you should explore CBD. Don't miss this massive sale and get up to 30% off your order Visit cbdistillery.com and enter VIP. That's cbdistillery.com and enter VIP at cbdistillery.com. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. I guess the thing that comes to mind that I remember when we were walking through my insights and, and my information, my data, was that you mentioned, Heather, some of these people out there on social media that have succeeded with the bikini shots and the glam shots. And that was what was really working on Instagram, right? For a while. And that you shared, in fact, that's not going to work any longer. And that was really eye opening to me because I just thought it was, you know, the platform or, or whatever. And, you know, that wasn't ever my shtick. So I, you know, kind of resented it. So to hear that that wasn't going to be a success anymore was kind of eye-opening. And I don't think people had ever projected that there, you know, this turn could ever happen. I like to be a little graphic here on this. The uh, (laughs) abs and ass Instagram influencer, right? The people that are showing their cheeks and showing their abs, right? The boys and girls out there that are making $10,000 for an Instagram post, but have no substance behind their brand. They're not selling anything other than how their body looks. That economy is completely collapsed and it is over and it's not going to come back. It could come back down the road. I don't know. But the fact is we're going to live with this virus until there's a vaccine. There can't be a vaccine for at least 12 months or maybe 18 because you can't have people in clinical trials taking vaccines and in six months someone dies from it. Like you have to monitor these people over a long period of time. Then once we get the vaccine in 12 or 18 months, 
how long does it take to get 319 million Americans immunized? That is going to take in another year to two years, right? And so we're going to live with this for a long time. Then once everybody's vaccinated, what's the PTSD over living with this for two, three, four years? And that's going to live. So this economy, we have a brand new economy. It is emerging. And there are going to be winners and they're going to be losers. And I'm telling you, I can already tell how to emerge as a winner in the first year of this thing. It's not going to change after a year, but obviously with all businesses, you got to innovate, pivot, change, adapt, whatever is happening. As we know, things are changing every day. But the messages we're going over in this data, especially on, on what you just asked, is really important. So I'll just jump in on the messages right now. Then we can go over media platforms to look at right now and where consumers are spending their time. So we're going to link this for you. And if you're listening right now, you can go to my website, winbigmedia.com. And there is a tab up top that says COVID-19 Consumer Research Report. Click on it. I got great news. There is no funnel for this. I'm not tagging you. There's no emails. You don't have to put your email on. You literally click on it, download, it's yours. It's free. Take it, okay? So on this report, on question 41, which I think is the best place, it's crazy. Last question is the best place to start. The question is, under personal values, please consider all the decisions that you make in your life, which could include personal actions, products you buy, or decisions that you make in day-to-day life, and what's influencing you the most. So this, for me, Heather, as you learned by going through our data process that you paid for, I know how to interpret this data. So you can read this data and go, I don't know what that means. Let me tell you what it means. It means if you're running a company or a brand right now, these three messages are going to work more than anything else. And it is helping others, preserving safety or creating safety with your product or service and being dependable and trustworthy. If you can create as a foundation, your marketing is based on those three things, you're going to crush it right now. Now, why that's important, I'm going to come back to it and explain more. Over the last five to 10 years, the data has something said something completely opposite in the way you needed to brand yourself to be successful or brand your company or brand your products or services. The messages that worked the best over the last five or six years are showing that your brand product or service will bring success and be admired by the people that buy it. That your product, brand, or service can help you acquire wealth, status, and influence, right? The Instagram influencer. Oh, look at me. Look at that status. Look at that, right? Oh my God, I could achieve that body if I just liked this post, right? <laughs> having The other one is having a life full of excitement, novelty, and challenge. Again, think about the Instagram influencer telling you how great their life is on a beach with half their clothes on holding up a product and getting paid $10,000. But here's the thing. It's not just the Instagram influencer. We worked for a pharmaceutical company, a billion-dollar pharmaceutical company. We were utilizing those same themes around the medications they were selling. We worked for an apparel company. We utilized the same themes around that. We worked for a pest control company. We utilized similar themes around these things, okay? Crazy. How do you do that? Too long of a conversation. But that's what we did. Right now, those, those values in buying decisions are at the bottom. And the values that have been at the bottom forever, which is helping others, safety and trust, are now at the top. We've seen a complete reversal in the value system of the American economy and the American consumer. And that has never happened. I've, never, I've been in marketing 24 years. I've never seen anything flip. So I mean, I've seen change. I've seen different 
data points come in where they're more important than others. I've never seen a flip-flop in value systems so fast, right? And I'll give you a funny example, which is we have a friend, family friend, sort of, and they own a business and they just laid off some people in the business. About three days later, the wife posted a picture. I live down in Florida on the beach and the wife posted a picture of her and her husband on the boat and she's in a bikini. And it was something like hashtag live in the Corona life, right? She got slaughtered on social media for that. No one wants to see you in a bikini right now. No one wants to see you living a great life. People are consumed right now with, am I protecting and saving and keeping my family safe? I can only spend money on things I trust. And whatever you're selling me, does it help other people? And that is the key to the whole thing right now. So for example, I'll give you a couple of our clients and how we're looking at them, right? So I even think we talked about this pest control company the last time we were here. Here's how we pivoted them. We don't say, hire the pest control company. We'll save you from the coronavirus. That would be stupid. We say, it's springtime and summer is coming. Pests and rodents are coming into your house at record numbers because you're living in your house. You're cooking every meal in your house. You have a ton of trash in your house and you cannot afford in your budget cuts right now to cut pest control services. You can't afford to have a pest and rodent diseases come into your house when you need a high immunity system. We're here to help you. We will give you a discount. Like discounts work. They didn't work six weeks ago. Saying the word discount works now. And we say our technicians will wear masks, gloves, and visors, and we'll schedule around when you want to go for a walk so you're not in the house and we're in the house. We'll keep your pets safe. Everything we're doing is safety, helping your family, and you can trust us, right? We work for an organic products company. This is super interesting. So this is a company that's exploding right now, right? People are buying organic. Now, That being said, and I think this is one of the most important things I'm going to tell everybody right now. Every family, every business owner right now is opening up their books, their budgets and saying, what can I cut? What can I keep? What's essential and non-essential? And so you must, as a business owner, answer that question in the consumer's head or, you know, like, oh my God, do I need to cut my pest control company? Like that was how we started the conversation with our team once we got this data back. Like, how do we make sure we understand that it's an essential part of their budget they can't cut? With the organic product company, they make soaps and toothpaste and things like that. But that's pretty frivolous to some people. So the way we position them is to say, hi, it's, you know, you cannot afford to have products in your house that have pesticides in them, that have harmful chemicals in them. You need to go organic in this moment. And by the way, once they come in and they have, we're building all these affiliate programs out of it. We're building loyalty out of it and all that. So we double down once we get them in the door, but here's how we've used the data. So I went to the to the owner of the company, and I gave him the data that I'm giving everybody today. And we had this call, and we went through it. And I said, but here's the difference with, I mean, if you're working with me, here's what we know out of the 200 million plus American consumers that we ha- are tracking right now, that 150 million plus of them are searching for products that somehow are related to the coronavirus. 150 out of 200 million, basically, right? And they are searching news, 
they're buying products, but they're actively in Google putting in coronavirus for clothing, corona, coronavirus safe clothing, coronavirus safe food, corona, like people are doing this at a record clip. And so I'm able to go and identify only the consumers out there that are searching for the coronavirus right now. And then a subset of that is I'm able to go in and find out anybody that is buying all organic right now. And that could be food, it could be products, it could be anything like that. Then I know from this particular company, 59% of their customers are female. Well, that's actually increasing right now as females are buying organic higher than they've ever bought. So we now know the way we're going to target the market is it's actually going to be 65% female, 35% men. And we're going to go into some of the hot spots where the coronavirus was, you know, the worst. So New York, New Orleans, and that we're running big ads there because people are there understand the importance of buying organic right now. And we're only going to be targeting people that are actively buying organic products. So we're not going out and join the Walmart crowd because they don't care. And so that's how we've taken that data and narrowed it down to be, run a successful marketing campaign. And then the business is exploding. Now, his business, there is a supply chain problem because they do get a lot of, pro- of their products and ingredients overseas, organic, certified organic, but overseas. And there's a supply chain. So we're working, obviously, that's out of our control, but their demand, their back orders are insane right now from the marketing and from the moment. And so that's how we've utilized this. And that's, and again, the message is keeping people safe, organic products, keep your family safe, helping others. You got to help everybody in your family right now and you got to give them the safest products. And organic just has a trust factor inherently built in, right? I also think trust is a gateway to safety. So they have that in spades. What they needed to do was tell the story of helping others. So now we've gone in and we're working with them, but they are going to donate like a hundred masks to hospital for every purchase made. And so that's another way that the customer goes, wait, they're helping others. They're donating their profits already in this weird, scary moment. They're going to donate some of their profits to help people in hospitals that don't have masks. So that's how we've handled it for a couple of different clients. I mean, that makes a lot of sense to me. And it's very smart, obviously. And I'm so happy for that organic company. However, for everybody that's listening that doesn't have an organic food company, maybe it's somebody who's been laid off from their job. Maybe it's like my friend that owns a recruiting business and he's laying all of his employees off because they don't have any business. How can the rest of us that aren't in organic utilize this information and put it to work for us? You can use it in the way you sell yourself now to get a job because the people that are hiring you are also thinking about these factors as well. We work for a couple of recruiting firms too. We have a couple of clients that are recruiting firms. And right now it's all about how do we position their recruits to employers and providing those three factors in there. The other thing is give value. Heather, we've talked about this. You're giving a lot of value and not getting paid as much as you used to right now. I am too. Like This is for everybody. But how do I want to be remembered in a year? So for people that have lost employees or figuring out what are some other strategies can play, well, be smarter and think about, you know what? It's not just about me right now. I need to think. And I give you a great model for this. Uh, there's a uh, owner. I think he has a restaurant in Miami. I grew up in Washington, D.C., you know, from in the late 90s through uh, about five years ago. And there's a chef named Jose Andreas, right? He has uh, restaurants all over the world. All of them are shut down right now. What did he do? 
He went out and talked to the Washington Nationals baseball team. He has got their entire baseball stadium open. He is serving food to people that have lost jobs and he's doing it for free and he's raising money. Now he has a great brand to raise money, but my God, you're not renting out a stadium, right? But you could see what this is being done on a big level. What can you do on a small level, right? All of us need to help others right now. That is the key moment, right? I'll tell you something else. So I went in and deep dove into this question 4041 about the personal values. Men and women think differently. I know, big shock. But here's the deal. Over the last few years, there's been a big discrepancy when we market certain businesses, even like, I'll give you an example on the apparel industry and how we market to women versus how we market to men. It's just different. They want different things. They buy for different reasons. Men are more impulsive. Women are more thoughtful. That is the bottom line. Not as, that's the, you know, the macro view of it, that there are obviously exceptions. But what we're finding right now on this, helping others, safety, and trustworthiness is for the first time I've ever seen this in 24 years, men and women are almost on the exact equal plane in how it is their top priority in life. Top priority to make decisions. We're all monolithically thinking the same thing. And I've never seen that before. So you can target people with the same message and it will work, men and women. And That is, again, that's an efficiency I find in marketing right now. It would cost our clients a lot more because they'd have to do different creative for different, all these different subsets. And now we do less creative testing on a broader audience with a higher ROI, depending on the business. And that's just keeping the messaging around help, safety, and trustworthiness. Yeah. And again, do not go out there and say, I'm here to help. I'll keep you safe. Like, you know, you have to be smart. You have to be creative. And frankly, what we're giving you right now is a very big macro look to the consumer. Your specific customer base or client base, they're they're probably variations of how they want to receive help others, safety, and trust. I can't answer that because I don't know everybody's business, but that's um, from a broad point, you got to think about those factors. So does your creative, does your messaging, do your ads, right? Do they answer that question? I think that's the best way to look at it without knowing their business. The thing that I just popped into my mind is, would we use the same information here in regards to the hashtags we use now too? Hashtagging, quarantine, work from home, COVID-19, knowing that people are searching for that stuff more? Yeah, but I haven't seen a big difference in the hashtag. I mean, as far as converting, right? You may get searches, you may get exposure, but unless your creative is just over-the-top interesting. (laughs) The hashtags aren't converting. I don't know if you've seen it. We've seen it with a lot of people we work with. The likes have gone down across the board. People just aren't in the mood to like anything. Let me tell you this. There's silver linings in everything, right? I always say like 20 years ago, my brother had a car accident, had a traumatic brain injury. They said, we'll never have him normal again. Hard to find silver linings in a moment like that. Three years later, he has a baby. He gets his MBA in graduate school, and he's lived an incredible life. And I'm more grateful for his life, you know, that he's alive and we have a relationship than I ever would have before the accident. There's silver linings in everything in in this world. There's a silver lining here, even if you're really suffering right now. The silver lining that I see and the only thing I can control is how I look at business and consumer decisions is this. Consumers want substance. Again, I keep going back to this in-stream economy. There's something completely fucked 
up with the fact that this is the way our economy was going, that people were so consumed with looking good and trying to be perfect and trying to strive for whatever they saw on the image of social media. And nobody wants that anymore. They understand being trapped in their home, what's important, their family, keeping people safe, making sure the community is helped and keeping safe. And frankly, that, you know what, if you get my money, I got to trust you. That's the only way you're going to get my money. I tend to think that over time, this is a great reset. And, you know, it's weird. A year ago, I wrote a post to my subscribers and I said, there is a social media disruption coming, that something is really screwed up in our social media fabric right now, that we like certain things, that we value certain things. I had no idea a pandemic was the disruption. I thought it was just going to be an economic disruption, but that's what it was. And then I wrote another post also about a year ago about how I thought brick and mortar businesses were going to be massively disrupted. And I thought that that would happen over a five to 10 year period. But I think what we're going to see right now is 30% of that economy is going to be gone forever when this thing settles down too. Oh my gosh. I hate to hear this because your predictions always come true. I don't know. Again, I had no idea it was going to be for this reason though. This is crazy. So the things that people can do right now to benefit themselves, whether it be through their personal brand or their business, are to focus on health, safety, and trustworthiness and moving their business online. Yeah. So how am I doing it? First of all, I'm giving you this report. I'm helping others and I'm giving them something that's worth five to $10,000, right? Second, if I'm making all my decisions in data, then you have no choice but to trust that and know it's safe, right? My entire model and my business model has always been around eliminating the risk of the business owner first, right? So, and that's why every decision we make is like, well, let's look at the data. Let's make a decision on the data. If we make creative like creative ads, video or graphic design ads, um, we always go back and relook at and restudy all the data and then go, okay, this message will work. What, how can we come up with a funny or interesting or compelling video or creative graphic that will grab people's attention based on what we know from the data? For me, it's always been, how do I eliminate risk for the business owner and then show them how we can be successful as we constantly optimize their campaigns based on what the data is telling us? And so I would say businesses like yours, Heather, well, and like mine, that have gone, man, this is how we establish. We, we have substance. We built our business way before this mattered. Actually, we built it when it didn't matter. When the only thing that mattered, right, was how good you looked on a boat uh, in a bikini and you didn't have anything to sell or talk about. I built this on, I just figured like the only people that really want to hire you are people that you can eliminate their risk first, not I make a lot of money first. So that's how I built this. And I know that we're primed to grow over the next two years, like at an exponential rate, because we just had this established already. And By the way, when I established this, I think I even told you this. Maybe I said this in the last podcast. The first 35 businesses I pitched when I opened my corporate marketing agency, the first 35 said no. And by the way, those first 35 proactively sought me out first. That's how bad I was at selling or at eliminating risk or, you know, establishing how we wanted the brand to be and how we wanted to build. I failed all over the place for years, but I was committed to, you know what, I got to help people the right way. I've got to eliminate the risk. I got to create trust and safety. And I'm excited because there's so many business owners out there right now that struggled for years. 
that said there are 5,000 people in my space right now and they're ridiculously being marketed and they're beating me and I don't understand it. And I'm telling those businesses right now, this is your moment because you are going to win if you double down right now on what you're doing. Because so many of these other people, outliers are just going to go away. Totally. If you're a, a business coach and you've never run a business before or worked in a business or like your skill set, Heather, as a C-suite executive, right? That is val- very valuable, very substantive right now. Your knowledge, what you bring to the table more than ever, that experience is really important. But I've had so many business coaches pitch me on, on LinkedIn, my, you know, the worst place to be pitched. I'm just always curious. So I'll go look. And it's like, they're, they're 25 years old. And I'm like, what? I mean, I, I've been running companies for 15 years. You're going to coach me on, I mean, on what? Like, no, but those people still eked out a living. Some of them were really successful. Some of them built social media brands and those people are gone. They're in big trouble right now because that economy is over. Substance, honesty, trust, helping others. If you have a business like that, this is your moment, I promise. And there is a window between when this data becomes very public to every brand and company in America and where it is now. And it's probably a two, three-month lag time. When we get back to work, people start paying attention to what the data says. They're not paying attention right now. And so you are getting a head start in the race because the economy is going to come back big time. When do you think that will be? I think we're going to start staggering from what I understand, from what I'm hearing from my friends in the administration and in Congress. I think we'll start staggering around May 1st to May 15th, but probably in the staggering of sort of people being able to go back to work will start around May 15th. Are you tired of the stress and chaos of live launching? Who isn't, right? But if you've tried going evergreen, you know that's not the solution either. Hello, low conversions. So what's the answer? The Circuit Sales System is designed to make sales for you every single day while giving your audience all of the excitement of live launching without you ever having to live launch again. What would increasing your current yearly revenue by 40 times look like for you? Okay, nobody's making any income guarantees here, but that's exactly what Nikki did for her business when she developed her Circuit Sales System. The Circuit Sales System is the automated system that combines the best of both live launching and evergreen with none of the worst. Think high conversions and high predictability without the chaos or risk. Get the free on-demand video training at circuitsalessystem.com slash confidence. Get the free on-demand video training at circuitsalessystem.com slash confidence. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. 
with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Oh, gosh, that's going to be such a wonderful feeling to be able to leave the house again. But it may be 20%, right? It may be that they say, hey, if you're... If you have these conditions, you're still, you know, you need to stay home. But if you're young or you are strong, you have a strong immunity system and you wear gloves and masks and that's going to be required, then you can go back to work for non-essential jobs. Like, and then it'll be like three months later where we see where we are, then they'll start staggering other subsets of people. The reason you have to do that is because if the president were to make a decision and it were to be wrong... The media would eviscerate any, like, you cannot be wrong. You cannot make a mistake. If we have a second round of this that comes up, the administration, the Trump administration knows they have no space to be wrong. So therefore, they're not going to take any crazy chances, right? As business owners, I take chances every day and 70% of them may work and 30% fail all the time. And I see the failure and I go, ooh, that's good feedback. Let me see how I can learn from that. Let me see what I can do. That's not how it works with today's media environment and the way the presidency is set up. And so you're not going to see a whole scale total economy coming back, but you will see a gradual economy coming back. Okay, so I'm so glad that you brought this up because, you know, not only are you an expert for business on data analysis and strategies, but you also happen to get presidents elected. So I'm super interested to hear from you what you're forecasting, what you're seeing right now with Trump and Biden. First of all, I get asked this a lot. So let me clarify what I don't know first. I don't know how the election is going to shake like how the actual election itself will come together. Are we able to go vote in person? Is it by mail? Will they delay it? I mean, speculating on that right now is totally just not worth it. I don't know. I can tell you how the campaigns are going to be run. Biden is going to say that Trump killed 50,000 people. Sorry to be graphic. That's how they're going to do it. Trump is going to run and say, Joe Biden has dementia. I mean, that's how it's going to be run. And those are the two overriding issues that I see right now, you know, in the spring of 2020. And so where it stands right now, sort of head to head, Trump is doing these briefings every day, like him or love him. He is getting up there. It's a stature. It's the government saying he's out there every day trying to say, there's hope. We're working hard. And that message is breaking through the polling. And by the way, go in and download the data I'm giving you because there is a few pages on how consumers are looking at the election right now, too. So it's in the data that we're giving for free. But Trump is doing really well, and his numbers are as high as they've ever been. Biden is trying to run for president from his basement. And it is a very diminished look and brand. And when he's gone on media, they finally pulled him off media about a week ago. Well, they didn't pull him off. I'll tell you what they did. But when he was on media for the previous two weeks, he had gaffe after gaffe after gaffe after gaffe. He couldn't complete his thoughts and stuff. And so he's in his basement making gaffes, and it was a bad look. So what did his team do? They pulled off. And then he had this endorsement with Bernie recently. And he, it was like this Q&A Zoom on, uh, you know, that he was doing with Bernie. And he was, had to read it from a teleprompter. If you watch the interview, he literally is, Bernie's like having a conversation. It'd be like you and I talking right now. But every time you're asking a question, you're like literally like reading from a teleprompter. And that's what was happening. And 
that visual is really hard for Biden. Now, all that being said, everything changes every five minutes. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I was on James Altucher's podcast at the end of February, and we were talking about the election. And I saw this. Nothing, <laughs> nothing matters anymore. Nothing matters anymore of what I talked about six weeks ago. Well, I mean, you definitely nailed it. And I didn't think of that impact, but you just really crystallized it for me. The difference of Trump standing in front of the White House addressing the nation, you know, daily versus Biden operating out of his basement. I mean, that's a massive, massive difference and it it advantaged Trump. You know, I want to be very clear. I've worked in politics for 24 years. I'm actually the least partisan person. My wife is a crazy, insane liberal. I'm a libertarian. I'm actually a, you know, I want people to have freer lives and all that. Of course, I say that and I'm a total hypocrite because I just got my PPP loan. Um, and, and I did that because I want to make sure my employees stay employed no matter what happens in two months, right? And I have an obligation to keep employees. And of course, that goes against everything I believe fundamentally in my beliefs, Uh, my political beliefs. So I will freely admit I'm a hypocrite. But in the immediate moment, I want to make sure that I have an insurance policy as every business owner should do right now to protect their team. We've laid off nobody. Our political business has completely paused everything. Um, All politic, political campaign spending has completely paused. Uh, We have 25 employees over in that business. And that's, um, that's something we're working through right now. My corporate business has doubled my corporate marketing company has doubled because there are businesses that see the moment, know that our model is working and they want to come on board. So it's very weird. It's a very strange moment in my business. I would have told you the complete opposite. If this, if you would have told me this whole pandemic would have happened three months ago and we would be in where we are now, I would tell you the complete opposite. I'd say, Oh, the corporate marketing is the first thing that goes on people's budgets and political never shuts down. It's always in effect and the complete opposite has happened. So, and that's the world we're living in. It's it's upside down world. Everything's upside down. And that's why it's so critical for everyone to do an analysis on their own business right now, how they're marketing themselves and how they're going to market because it needs to change if you haven't changed it already. One other thing that I think would be very valuable is to talk about, there's a question in here that I can walk through about media platforms that consumers are looking to. And the insights in that are fascinating. So do you want to you wanna go there? Yes, please. All right. So to everybody that has the report in front of them, or you can push pause and go download this, but it's question 14. And the question is, thinking about TV, newspaper, print and digital, and websites, we're primarily getting your news related to the coronavirus right now. Okay. Why this is important. This is one of those, I know how to, I can interpret what this means. People are tuning in everywhere. So this is where the eyeballs are going. And if you know that right now, basically 50% of the consumer market wants three messages, that's it. And you now know where their eyeballs are going. You need to pay attention to those. And so here's utterly fascinating to me. Like I saw this and my jaw hit the ground. All right, 21% of all American consumers right now are, are consuming their news through local news, print, TV, over the top, which is you know streaming, but it's local news channels. If I'm to look at how many people are consuming Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, and headline news combined, you combine all of them, it equals 20% of the American consumer. Wow. So local news is equal to all the cable networks right now. Why? Why? What is that? It's very clear to me. The cable networks are all biased. They're all giving opinions, it's the, and they're trying to sell ads and make money right now. So 
fear sells they're trying to scare the hell out of everybody, you know, that we're all going to die and it keeps you peeled to the news. And you know, my side advice is just get off the news right now as much as you possibly can, right? I mean, get what you need and then turn it off because it's all toxic. But the American people are seeing that. And so they say, well, where can I get my news that I trust that I'm not going to be, it's the Republicans' fault, it's Democrats' fault. It's like, whatever. Like, I don't want that. Just give me what's going on. And Americans right now are saying local news. And I just think that's fascinating. And now, and so what that means is it's not only, let's say, cable TV, but over-the-top spending. So that's, you know, if you're a cable cutter, right, you don't have cable, you're getting your live TV from streaming, right, through Hulu, for YouTube TV, through Roku, things like that. They also have your local TV news broadcast. And what's so crazy about OTT, we even talked about this last time, is that I now know who's watching these OTT broadcasts because they're IP address and I can grab that information, right? So, Heather, if you're a cord cutter and you've got Hulu and you're watching your local news, I can serve you an ad based on what you, your old purchasing decisions, but your next door neighbor watching the exact same app at the exact same time will get a different ad. Wow. And so it's very targeted. It's, you know, very efficient, right? But the bottom line is local news working. Here's another one that's not in this data, but we're already seeing with our clients across the board. Back in early March, we went in and said, you know what? Feels like direct mail is going to work right now. And we've been confirmed on that. You know why? Because everybody's in their damn home. And as my wife said the other day, the best part of my day is walking to the damn mailbox, seeing what came. I got a surprise waiting for me. I don't want to touch the dirty mail. That's kind of interesting to me. <laughs> I, I agree with you. And this is just personally, you know, this is not yeah, a yeah, tale, but I watch local news now and I never, ever watch television, number one, much less ever local news. But I, right. I'm interested to know what's happening here with the mayor and our curfew and, you know, what the restrictions are meaning sure. to me. So it's really powerful. But it's so interesting. I hate getting the mail right now because I'm so afraid. That's so, so interesting. I, I don't know. I don't really want to touch anything. But you're still getting it, right? I'm still getting it, yeah. All right, and you're still looking through it, right? Yes. There you go. Uh, it's kind of like it's kind of like in in politics when they go, "I hate both candidates," and I go, "Are you still voting?" And they go, "Well, yeah." And I go, "Okay, well then." Okay, you know, agree the negative with that. Ad, agree the with negative that ad may work then, right? <laughs> so if you're thinking about platforms to target, you need to think about local platforms right now. There's a great company that we've talked to the CEO of the other day. They're called Patch Patch.com. They're like a local local news yeah. company. They, they have a local news website, basically all major cities and a lot of minor cities. The founder of the company is a buddy of mine out of New York, and he's gotten tons of articles written about him in the last two weeks because their business has just quadrupled, like through the roof. It's crazy. And so thinking of platforms like that are really important right now. Here are the social media platforms that are working the best. YouTube, Facebook slash Instagram. It says Facebook in the document, but Facebook makes sure that Instagram is included probably as part of their platform. So Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Twitter never pops up, ever. And the reason Twitter is popping up now is it's a news aggregate for most people. People get their news there. So they're checking Twitter more than they've ever checked. Why Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube are so important right now is that it's video. People are consuming video. They're not interacting with the video as much as they are trying to get information and to make decisions. So while most people are seeing their engagement down, we're actually seeing higher levels of viewability in these platforms right now. And that means people are just being smarter 
and more thoughtful. So your marketing has to be smarter and more thoughtful. You can't just run around and scream, get rich, or I'm important, you can be important, or you know, these status-leveled marketing campaigns have got to stop because they're not effective right now. No one wants status. It's so good and so flipping true. And I'm so excited that you're sharing all of this with us. So if people want to check out the report, where do they go? Winbigmedia.com and uh, click on the tab up top of the webpage that says COVID-19 Consumer Research Report. And when they can't understand it because there is so much <laughs> flipping information there and right. they need it broken down for them, how do they move forward? Well, I, at that point, we would have to charge on our end because obviously our time is incredibly valuable right now. But what we are able to do, first of all, I've just you know gone through two of the most important parts of this document, right? If you're a business owner and you say, all right, I'm in, Um, And I want to do this research report for my business and get really granular, right, with this and understand the platforms where I need to advertise, understand the exact messaging, how to message around the helping others trust and safety that we talked about this before. Same thing. We do this complete, it's the data uh, report that you went under. What we can do is overlay an entire customer base or a lookalike audience, and we can do up to three segments. We can put a tag on your website build a lookalike audience, track your customers or clients, or we can do multiple. If it's more than three, it's a $10,000 charge. If it's three or less, it's $5,000. That's what we charge. And that's exactly what you did for me. So, you know, people that are looking to understand and grow in this period, this information is so valuable. I don't know how you don't do it. And I'm speaking with experience here. So I will include all of the links in the show notes. I will include everything on social. And Philip, I know how busy you are. means the world to me that you made time today for all of us and teaching us, sharing everything you're the best. I'm grateful to be here. This is a moment where, like I said, how do we want to be remembered a year from now is a good question to ask yourself. If you find the data valuable, share it with people that need it. That's all I want. Um, That's the most important thing right now. All right. Well, you stay safe and I can't wait to have you back on when we know that things are changing again so you can give us direction on how to pivot. I'd love to. Thanks, Heather. Thank you. I asked you to try to find your passion. I hope you loved hearing from Philip as much as I love talking with him and learning from him every single time I have a conversation or an email exchange with him. He's the best. I'm going to include links to get a hold of him, get a hold of the COVID report, the COVID marketing report, and please take steps today to apply this to you, your brand, your business, and get things adjusted. What used to work just isn't going to anymore. Okay, I am burning your ears up today, which is painful. So let me just answer two questions that you guys sent to me and let's get at changing your marketing plan so that you can increase your revenue for tomorrow. Okay, I got a DM that said, hey, Heather, enjoy your content and really love your podcast. Thank you. P.S. Please share my podcast on social media. Whenever you do, I will repost it and tag you and it means the world to me. Okay. So I have 20 years of experience in sales and sales leadership. All right. Shout out my kind of people. My mind and heart are drifting towards coaching and mentoring, and I'm just considering when I will go down that path. Hmm. 
Hmm, interesting. Quick question for you. What do you think is the best certification to explore if I want to go into coaching small business owners or salespeople? Okay, what is this BS that you need a certification? If you've been doing it, you've been doing the thing. You've been doing the job. You've been mentoring the people, leading the teams, driving revenue. That's your certification. Take that and use that. Use the testimonials of people that you got promoted, people that you got hired, people that you helped close a million dollar deal. If you go to my website under testimonials, that's exactly what I showcase. How did I take a company from billing $100 million annually to over $200 million annually? Let me tell you how I did it. That's my certification. Your track record of success is your certification, and that's what you need to share. Share it on your site. Share it on your pitch deck. Share it on your social. Highlight it on LinkedIn, and testimonials speak volumes because that's when somebody else is speaking for you and how you impacted their life. You've already been a coach. You're just doing it under another label. You don't need the certification. Come on. And the time is now. Get cracking at it. You've got the time. You're on lockdown. Okay, Hey, Heather, where can I hear about your story, how you became so determined, self-disciplined, and motivated? Hmm. I'm great at what I do when I do it, but I have a hard time staying focused, staying motivated, and staying on schedule. I allow everything and everyone to pull me their ways, and putting myself first leaves me feeling guilty. Any tips you can give me, I would truly appreciate from the bottom of my heart. Oh my gosh, so sweet. Okay, first of all, you need to work on your confidence. If putting yourself first makes you feel guilty, that's a confidence problem. And we need to address that. I've got a free ebook on my site. I've got an accountability partner program to keep you focused. Or now I have my mentoring program for May and I will help you do it individually one-on-one. You need to work on building your confidence. That is a direct reflection of lack of confidence in yourself. And you're not alone. I used to have the same thing. I'll never forget when I first got divorced, I would feel so guilty if I wanted to go to the gym. I didn't want to leave my son alone. It was crazy. I'd torture myself until one day I realized getting the sitter and going to the gym allowed him to have a happier mom, which made him happier. Hello. And I deserved it. You deserve it. You deserve to do what you want, to follow your dreams, to go to the gym, pursue your passion, whatever it is. Putting yourself isn't selfish. Putting yourself first is selfless. And that's really important. And that's all about your confidence. Okay. How did I become so determined, disciplined, and motivated? First of all, I'm not always disciplined and motivated. My son was giving me a really hard time the other day. We're quarantined together and I took a yogurt out of the fridge and I said, oh my gosh, you have to try this. It's so good and it's healthy. It's only 90 calories. And he imitated me. He said, this is my mom post-coronavirus. He goes, now let me show you my mom pre-coronavirus. Oh my gosh, a 90 calorie yogurt. I would never eat that. And it was, his point was spot on, right? That Before this whole thing happened, I wouldn't be in the fridge all day long. I wouldn't be planning my dinner at lunchtime. I wouldn't be obsessing about food. I'd be busy out and about doing things. And now, suddenly, my new norm, my not-so-disciplined norm, is I'm eating a lot more, not eating the healthiest foods. I've been sneaking his M&Ms like a crazy person. So there's highs and lows and listen, stress changes. And when stress intensifies, we all behave differently. And it's really about finding someone to hold you accountable, right? That's important. I have him and he calls me out of my BS, which is super important. And I do the same for him. 
If you don't have that, definitely sign up for my free accountability partner program or for my March coaching program because I will hold you accountable. I'm really, really good at it. And I won't annoy you either. So I do it with you. And that's what's sort of exciting for me. And that's why I like to do it because it does get me to, hey, if I'm telling people to do stuff, I better be doing it myself. I better be drinking that Kool-Aid. So maybe you mentoring someone is going to help you be more disciplined and be more motivated. Putting things out to the universe. So post on social media what your goal is. That will hold you accountable. Be transparent about what you're trying to do and create and start rocking it and owning it. And you're going to get motivated real fast because people are going to be asking you about it. You want to lose five pounds? Get specific about it. Announce it to the world. Tell everybody you know. Ask one of your friends to hold you accountable. Sign up for my accountability program. Weigh yourself daily. Like Build the plan. Work the plan how are you not going to do it? Of course you're going to do it. But I will say bigger picture, when I read that question, I just think back to growing up poor and knowing, listen, from the word go, I started working when I was nine years old and I've never stopped. So when you're driven because of scarcity, poverty, and fear, there is something to be said. And this is where I go back to, you know, having a lot of negative things happen to you is sort of a superpower, Because the more adversity that you overcome, the more you know that you're set up to continue to overcome it. And I go back to this. I'm born for these moments. Like, this is where I shine. This is where I lead through adversity, through evolution, through resilience and change and bumps in the road because I've had a lot. And I promise you this, make the commitment to do it and you will survive, you will overcome and you can become motivated, driven and as disciplined as possible during this time. So until next week, thank you so much for being here with me. It means the world to me and keep creating confidence. Stay motivated because this too shall pass. I'll see you next week. Hi, I'm here to tell you about a new podcast that I am so excited about, Negotiate Your Best Life, hosted by Rebecca Zung, a part of the Yap Media Network. As a globally renowned narcissist negotiation expert and an attorney recognized by U.S. News as a best lawyer in America, Rebecca shares her invaluable insights and strategies for navigating life's toughest negotiations. By drawing from her own experiences and the wisdom of her high-profile guests, such as Bob Proctor, Mark Victor Hansen, John Gordon, and Rebecca delivers empowering advice that will inspire you to reclaim control of your life. Negotiate Your Best Life is all about how to negotiate your way to greatness. She provides practical guidance on how to break free from toxic relationships, stand up against injustice, and transform chaos into freedom, possibility, and purpose. Many times, the first negotiation you do is with your own in the morning. In the morning is when you wake up, and that's when Negotiate Your Best Life is time for you. It's about to find your way to greatness, conquering obstacles, and creating the life you truly deserve. Get ready to slay thrive and unlock your full potential. Don't believe me? I'm going to go ahead and share some of the reviews that are out there so you can hear and you can believe too. 
You have helped me so much these last few weeks. I was with a narcissist for two years. She drove me to the point I wanted to take my own life. Listening to you has made a massive difference, and now I know what I'm with. Thank you, Rebecca. Now the recovery. Thank you for gifting the knowledge to believe in myself again. You have unknowingly helped me legally represent myself through criminal, federal, and civil court proceedings with a narcissist. There would be so many people around the world that you're helping without even knowing like me. You saved my life. Emma, 35 years old, Australia. If you are ready to stand up against injustice and transform the chaos in your life into freedom, possibility, and purpose, then check out Negotiate Your Best Life now. Subscribe to Negotiate Your Best Life with Rebecca Zung on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.